Rebellious Studio presents the Mind Body Podcast with your host, Maria Angelova. Welcome to the Mind Body Podcast, your rebellious podcast with me, Maria Angelova, where it is all about a strong body, calm mind, healing, and fully living. Today, it is my pleasure to welcome my dear friend, colleague, partner in crime, tribe member, Lynn McDonald. Hello, Lynn. How are you doing, my friend? Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, it is my pleasure. Um, you know, as I was thinking of who would I like to invite on my rebellious podcast, who are my rebels? And I was like, of course, Lynn, she has to be on. Awesome. So I connected through common friends and Lynn actually came to one of our retreats and we kind of clicked it off and we've been friends ever since. Mm-hmm. And I have very high respect from Lynn because she's one of those people who is truly following her heart and her passion and she is kicking butt and I'm so proud of you and uh, I do think your work is beautiful but before we dive into your work and what you do and all that let's start with you telling our listeners who you are by giving us three words that describe you and giving us a little bit of a backstory behind each word um let's see I think that I am determined I think I think most people would agree I'm determined. I can be very almost stubborn. <laughs> um, when I get something in my head, I uh, I kind of go for it. You know, sometimes that can be a blessing. Sometimes that can be a curse. <laughs> I think I'm nice. I think that I'm I'm you know a friendly, nice person. I give people a lot of benefit of the doubt. I think that um, you know I I lead with love and forgiveness. Uh, most of the time, if I don't have anything nice to say, I just usually, I just care about people's feelings, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm, you know, I'm a little bit of a rebel. <laughs> well, hence why you're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am, um, I, if, you know, if the boundaries are here, I like to go right here. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, somebody says you can't do that. And I go, yes, I can. <laughs> That's your motivation to go, let me show you how I can, right? Right, right. I think I can, so I'm going to go for it. (laughs) And speaking of stretching boundaries and being a rebel and doing the uncomfortable, tell us a little bit how you got into what you do, because I think you and I kind of have similar stories. We both fall our hearts into what we do. Mm -hmm. Yes, I see the passion in you as well. I think that's why we click so much. Um, so I was, I have a background in launching um, high-tech startups. So I was in the corporate world working with a lot of men and, you know, and engineers and that kind of thing. And um, I, uh, I, I had this calling back in 2005. I had an image and I saw a painting um, that kind of pushed me over the edge. And I went to the art store and got one paintbrush and one huge canvas. And I just did this one painting. And, um, and I was pleased with it. It was abstract. I was pleased with it. And I just kind of said, well, that's it. I'm never going to paint again. Cause I thought it was a fluke, you know? And then, um, and then it took about, it's, I moved away to Montreal, had a child, did a lot of other things. And then when I came back five years later, I, um, so this was, so I moved up there in 2008 and then I came back. So it was probably 2012. I did my first other painting. And um, it was really, uh, it really birthed from needing some kind of form of expression. 
and um, and I would post these these little tests that I would do, and people would go wild over them, and it was they were so encouraging, and I am so blessed to have a wonderful Facebook and uh, Instagram and LinkedIn community that has encouraged me so much, and you know uh, I I jumped in with both feet. I was very determined, and then 2020 I went full time right in time for the, the pandemic. <laughs> of course. It was all right. I, I, I relied on social media and um, it was actually the best thing for me because I focused, you know, my niche and I, and I worked on my craft. And you mentioned um, following your passion. You also said you had the supportive tribe, which I think is important. You also mentioned something that I think is very key, which is self-expression. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I always encourage my clients. You have to find a way to express yourself. For me, that's movement. For you, that's painting. And for somebody else, might be something completely different. Why is, especially as an artist, why do you think self-expression is so important? Oh, you know, I I totally agree with with you with you expressing yourself through movement. I get it one hundred percent. Because, um, you know, painting is a very physical thing too. And, and it's like, we all have a voice and we all need to express ourselves in one way or another. I think that um, for me, art really saved me because I was going through some really difficult times, going through a, a divorce that I, it was just hard. You know, I mean, no divorce is easy. It was just the, the hardest thing that I'd ever gone through. I have a little boy and um it was uh, a way, and, and the industry that I was in before, you know, um, went away. There, there just wasn't the opportunities that were there before. So I think that I, I really needed a voice. And I, I think I always had this part of me, but I used it in marketing. I used it in other ways. Everybody's creative. You're creative with your business. You're creative with your movements, um, with how you approach a problem. So, so my creativity was used in cooking. You know, <laughs> for a while I did it in other ways. But um, when I found this style of painting, it really resonated. And um, every time I did, because I pour, and it's a very fluid. You you put the canvas flat, and you pour. The pigments on and I mix my own pigments and you know it's really more about how they they repel than how they blend and it just really sparks something in me so um yeah I think everybody needs a form of expression everybody needs a voice everybody needs to everybody wants to be seen yeah and it's so interesting because again you bring flow and that's flow from an art form, right? And I talk about flow as well from a movement perspective. It's you're still working out, but there is flow in the way you move. And if somebody looks at you, they're like, oh, wow, she's not really doing much. And every piece of you is burning because there is so much depth. And that's another thing that I coach to people. You know, I, I have to mentally retrain people to say movement is not about mm, for street. It's about take a breath and allow your body to move with that breath. And the expression that comes out, there is softness to it. But again, there is depth. And um, you guys have to go check out Lynn's social media because she creates these very creative reels that I'm like, oh my gosh, I need like a tutoring session or something like that. But it's just, you look at them and you can, you can tell how into it you are and you can tell how flow you really are into creating. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, creation. You're creating this beautiful work that is, an expression of who you are, your inner voice, what you consider beautiful, how you flow in life. 
And I think it's gorgeous. And it's, I think it's very reflective. You have a couple of pieces behind you of the beauty that that brings, brings in. I think that, um, that when you, um, when you get into that zone, whether you're doing your work or my work, it's a special place. And um, you've seen me. And, and also another thing I wanted to say is sometimes when it looks easy, it's because they, they know their craft. You go and try it. It's not so easy. I mean, that's how I started. I saw somebody else doing some things and I was inspired. I went and tried it and it was, you know, I bombed, but that's the, how you learn. You learn through failure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you also brought up self-expression and you say this saved you in a time when you were in a dark place. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also so important to find your voice, especially when things are challenging, right? Because sometimes when things are easy and they're going as we expect them to go, you can even cover up and you don't have to be as loud in your voice. But sometimes when it's dark, it's so important to connect to who you are, to your intuition, to your inner voice, whatever you want to call it. And let yourself be who you are meant to be. Right. It's just like when a muscle, um, uh, the only time that it can can grow is this, is through tearing it down. So it's it's the same thing with your 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 spirit or your soul, your your emotions. Is that when you're going through a tough time, that's an opportunity for growth. And so if you hide in bed and don't do anything with it, that's a lost opportunity. So you can journal, you can um, go running, you can do all of these things to get yourself through it. And you'll find on the other side that you're so much better off than where you were. Yeah, I completely agree with you. One of my favorite books, have you um, heard of the book, The Artist's Way? (laughs) Very familiar. Yes, I love it. And we're not doing any promotion of the book, but it's an amazing book. No, that's a great book. Yeah, and it's written for artists, but I honestly think it applies to every one of us because the book is all about self-expression and how to uncover who you are and uncover your voice and not only uncover it, but also follow it, right? Because many of us, we hear that voice and we're like, nah, I'm not going to do that because it's uncomfortable. And um, it just takes me to say, your story is so inspirational. And that's why I love having people like you here because I think other people who are, hesitant of like I don't know it's like a stretch out there tell us about the experience of living an artist's life I mean you do this full time you know I have to pinch myself it's I remember in the beginning I remember in the beginning I sold a painting and this guy said you don't realize that you're an artist and that really sat with me I thought about that going you're right I don't I am taking so much of this previous identity into this you know, when I'm in there, I am an artist, but my idea of what an artist was, was something else. And so when you do this at 50, it, you know, you've had 50 years of your identity being one way. And I was, I was conditioned all my adult life to fit into a man's world. So, and to conform, you know, wake up early, put on a suit, go to work. I was in, I was right there in 2000, you know, starting up high-tech companies and, and uh, trying to conform to that world. And I think nowadays um, it's improving. People are much more uh, celebrated for being individuals, but I could not conform and I was unhappy. And so now being an artist, um, I, I am constantly learning and I love the process because in the process you are learning about yourself and, um, and, and what your voice is. So abstract is really interesting because it's not a, um, you don't go through, you know, the process of the skill 
of you, you see an orange, you're going to paint an orange. You have to come up with the image. So you have to, so whatever that is, it comes straight from you. That's your voice. That's your, um, you have something to say. It may be as simple as this blue is very pretty, but you have something to say that gets expressed on the, on the canvas all on its own. It's not, um, it's not a, a, a thing that you looked at and, and copied or, or whatever. I mean, that's a whole skill in itself. And I have deep respect for that, but for me to walk into the studio and just put it all out there, you have to learn about yourself to find that voice. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about what's your way of finding your voice? What's your, do you have a routine to get into that? Like what's a daily life of an artist so that you're not blocked, right? So that you can express. You have seen my, my reels. <laughs> you have seen <laughs> I've been blocked. Um, sometimes you go in and when I have a commission, especially it can be, um, it can be difficult. If I, if I get a commission and I go home and paint it right away, I'm usually very inspired. But if there's a long period where they're deciding and then, you know, I, I, I need to revisit it and get inspired again because inspiration just doesn't happen like that. So um, I, music helps a lot. That gets me into a feeling because you have to feel it. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, beauty, seeing, um, I love to see pictures of the galaxies and a lot of astronomy stuff really, um, I want to create that, you know, that image is so incredibly beautiful. And um, water, that's another thing that going to the ocean, seeing that I want, I, I see it and I want to create it. Um, and then, then the other part of it is I'll meditate and I'll be still. And I will, because, because again, art doesn't, it's, it's not me. It's, uh, it sounds so crazy, but it, it's really opening up to the universe to let it come through me. I love it. So, so when, um, when I'm, I'm stepping into it and I'm having difficult time, it's because I'm trying to control and it, and it can come out very forced. So if I let go and let the universe just come through me, let the inspiration come through me, then something beautiful and magical can happen. And then there's just no comparison. It's, it's magic. That takes us right back to flow versus forcing or versus pushing or versus control or whatever word you want to use. Mm -hmm. I, I have to agree with you. I personally love music. You know, it, Pilates is interesting because uh, a lot of times the Pilates practice is done without music. And there is something about me. I mean, I think if I were starting over, I would be at the answer. That would be my thing because I just love music and moving to the music again. Movement is my thing. And when I'm by myself, I'll just put the music and I literally flow to the music. And to me, there is nothing more powerful than that. Connecting body, mind and spirit and just flowing with it. It's it's a it's a very incredible experience that. I hope everybody can experience whether it's moving or dancing or painting or whatever your way of self-expression is because it is very powerful. Yes, we need to go dancing. <laughs> no for that. You know, you can for that. Yes. All right. So Lynn, let's see. Um, we already talked a little bit about that. You said you did have a little bit of rebel who stretches the boundaries, but in your word, what does rebellious mean? What does rebellious stand for? I think it's really that it's going against what, uh, you know, it's um, not conforming, you know, it's the opposite of conforming. Um, it's uh, going to stretching the boundaries. Um, 
you know, going past the limit, not just taking going outside the box. I think that's, that's been uh, said of me way back when I was working um, that I think outside the box. And so, you know, that's important to not be boxed in for anybody. Yeah. When you're in the box, it's not easy to be yourself when you're in that box. Mm -hmm. I, I think it can be safer, but I think, I honestly think safety is, I say safety oh, right. and it's a perceived thing. We think we're safe. You know, we yeah. think if we have a corporate job, you're safe. Are you really safe? I mean, you can get laid, laid off tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But we just have that perception of safety because that's to what you thought. We were conditioned to think that that's safety. Right. And if you use the analogy of your body, it's not safe. You need to stretch. I mean, that's so literal. You've got to go stretch past the boundaries. I'm, I'm diabetic and I have some arthritis and I have to stretch. I've got to move. If I don't, I'm just, you know, it's a great analogy for life. You just crumble up. Well, and that's the same thing as growth. Because if you, if you stop growing, if you stop stretching, there is the, you know, the flip side of that is no growth and stagnation and death. And you're right. Movement is so symbolic. And, you know, that's what I tell people. Sometimes people are confused about what I do. So they're like, you're like a personal trainer. I'm like, mm, not really. Uh, I teach you movement, but it's a lot more about the depth of the movement and really connecting to who you are through movement. So um, it's a beautiful experience. It's, you know what, think what people, when they start becoming aware of their body and they start uncovering stuff about themselves, they're like, what? Why, why, no, why did nobody else teach us this before? Like, how am I 55 years old and I don't know this about myself? It's, it's like a candy, you know, kid being in a candy store and discovering all those candies and going like, wow. Mm -hmm. And it's, we live like that. We live not knowing who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think nowadays they're doing so much uh, work. They're, 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 we're learning so much about how you can hold emotional things in your body and cause disease. So um, uh, you're right in the right place. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you know, I was thinking to wrap up, but the, another question came up, which I think is very important to ask because you are a single mom, you're an entrepreneur, and you have an incredible relationship with your boy. And you know, some people would say, well, I can't do what I want to do because I'm a single mom or whatever their reason is, right? And it, it is scary because now you have somebody else who you're responsible for. Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, everything is for my son. You know, that is it, when you talk about inspiration, it's more than inspiration. It's a necessity. So um, I would never put him at risk. But then that sounds crazy because I'm an artist and and you, uh, you can't... Um, you know, it's just, there's so, there's so much risk going into being an artist. Everybody knows that. Um, but I will say this, my son sees a very happy person. She, he, he sees me being an entrepreneur. He is inspired by that. He understands value and he, you know, uh, yeah, he understands the value of money and things and what's important and knows, I think, I hope I'm teaching him that you're feeding your soul and feeding your passion in self-expression and, um, you know, being a rebel or whatever that is, is far more important than going to target. So we have a budget, you know, we, do, we, I, I budget things, but also he sees me go for it and be successful. Um, I think a lot of artists have a hard time because it's scary to make the leap 
And um, in 2020, I was able to, I was encouraged by my, my tribe of uh, strategists and, and my friends. And they said, stop doing this health coaching thing. Stop doing this other stuff. Try, stop trying to juggle all these careers and focus on one. And I did. And with that, I pushed really hard and got myself to a place where I could be self-sufficient. So, um, and he saw that he was a part of that. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's, he also sees that, you know, this, it's not as important to have a spotless house. I mean, every single mom will understand this. It's not as important to have a spotless house as it is to be connected and to be happy. Yeah. And something else you mentioned very important is um, it can be very easy to get distracted with many different things. Sometimes it's driven by fear. Uh, and sometimes we get so scattered into so many directions that the energy is not focused anywhere and nothing is working because we're in 500 different directions. Mm -hmm. It's so important to remember to keep your focus on whatever the one thing is that you want to grow, whether it's art or health coaching or whatever your thing is, mm -hmm. where you put uh, the energy. You know, I always tell people, if self-care is not your priority, you'll never find time for it. And if when people say, well, this came up and that came up and I'm like, well, okay, that was a choice. So you chose to prioritize and people sometimes don't like to hear it, but it's, is it a priority or is it not? Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, black and white It's either you put yourself in and, and you know what the week is going to go, whether you do that or not, you're going to get to the end of the week. And when you look back, you're either going to be, have grown in these ways or not. So, um, yeah, you've got to pour into yourself first. If you don't, it's just like, you know, everybody says about the, being on an air, airplane, you have to put your, your mask on yourself first. Yes. Yes. Um, Lynn, what is a piece of advice, uh, inspiration, favorite quote that you want to share with our listeners? Um, I would say that instead of listening to other you know it's so easy to say to not listen not be not follow the crowd not um you know your individuality is so precious in this life is so precious you've only got it we've only got a blip of a you know of a, a of a moment we've only got on, on the spectrum of things we're only here for a millisecond so live it entirely completely do everything that you want to do now because you there's no guarantee of anything tomorrow so um whatever it is that you're passionate about go for it and, and jump in with both feet i think part of the problem of what we were talking about you know you're doing all these different things from a creative point person it's easy to, to get distracted because you think you can do everything <laughs> you know like oh i can go right i can do this i can do that and it, and that's very important for um pick one and it doesn't have you may not realize it's your one passion until you're fully in it so um i would just uh, um suggest or advise or or um say to people that you know find your voice and whatever and go for it yeah and i like what you added the lip with two feet because i think that goes to the safety zone, the comfort zone, the lack of focus, because we're one foot here, one foot here, and we're kind of doing this. And if we're neither here nor here, we're wobbling in between. Right. Yeah. Very good. Lynn, where can people find you and follow your work? Um, so I think the easiest thing is to go to Instagram to see my work in, in one form, in one uh, place. Um, that's Lynn McDonald's Gallery. 
all one word, of course. And, and then um, on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, so all my social media is Lynn McDonald's gallery, but my, my website is lynnmcdonald.com. So it's L-Y-N-N-E-M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Excellent. Lynn, I am so grateful for being here today, for inspiring her, for sharing your story. Thanks for being vulnerable and authentic. And I wish you continuous luck. If you guys have any questions for Lynn, you know where to find her. Hope you have enjoyed this episode. And remember to make it a rebellious day. Thanks, Lynn. Thank you. Can't get enough of those rebellious conversations? Do make sure you subscribe, like, and share with your friends.